Hello, it is your host, Johnny, from Johnny's Book Reviews, a site to help inspire you guys to go read. So, go. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Johnny's Book Reviews, definitely do that. I provide a ton of reviews on those platforms. Basically, I just give as much information as I can with each book that I'm currently reading. If you guys want to check out my Goodreads page as well, that's where I provide small reviews over books. So definitely check that out. If you want to see a live update on what books I'm reading. If you guys want to support this channel, uh, I have a merch line as well. It's at bonfire.com, Johnny's Book Reviews. The link is going to be down below. But essentially, uh, for my merch, I have a Read Bands Books merch. I have about eight books on there that I've put on there that are banned from schools, certain schools. And I decided to use those eight books because they talk a lot about gender, sexuality, sexual assault, mental health, etc. And I really wanted to touch up on a lot of different topics. And I think these eight books helped out kind of those different topics as much as humanly possible. So with that, or with that merch line, I have, um, I have two designs on that. So definitely check that out. And also my logo merch line, go read merch line and challenge yourself merch line. I've been also been able to read for the last 748 days in a row. How have I been able to do it? How have I been able to read so consistently? How have, how have I been able to read every day? And I discuss all this in my new book called 7 Tips to Read More. So definitely check that out on Amazon.com. I try to provide as much information as I can through that book. I give you seven tips on how to read more and how I've been able to read every day for the last two years. So definitely check that out on Amazon.com. If you guys want to support this podcast, definitely do. You can give me a donation from 2 to $10 per month, and it helps out build a lot better. provides a ton of um, support for this channel to help you guys uh, help better reviews for you guys. If you guys want to check out my blog site too, I have a ton of blogs on there, different reviews. So definitely check that out at johnnysbookreviews.com. All right, that is it. Thank you guys so much. And let's get into the episode. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing more about Jenna McCurdy's book. Now, I did already mention and review Jenna McCurdy's book in a little bit more depth over that in uh, prior episodes. So definitely check that out. But today I'm going to be talking about if I like the physical book or audio book more i uh did read both forms and i'm going to be discussing which one i like more let me talk about child stardom i'll be uh going on a rant about child stars and how they shouldn't have happened uh, i'm going to be talking about eating disorders i'm going to talk about therapy mental health uh and then i'm also going to talk about the aspect behind this book and provide a couple articles about it and then also talk about the uh, couple novels that Jenna McCurdy is producing. So she has two more uh, novels, fiction novels that are coming out. Uh, we don't know, I, and I don't know specifically on what those titles are or when they're releasing, but I'm going to give you guys my thoughts about that uh, in this episode as well. So definitely stay tuned for this. It's going to be a little bit more of a rant, but today it's going to not be uh, review-based. If you guys want to review over this book, specifically check out my episode, like I just said before, Jenna McCurdy book review. 
definitely check that out. But I highly recommend reading this book. But today I'm just going to be ta- discussing those things I just mentioned. So have you tried Kindle Unlimited or and or Audible? If you have tried those services, you kind of know they kind of suck. Let's be honest here. Kindle Unlimited gives you a good amount of ebooks, but most of the time it's just independently published books. Now, they do have some books on there that are popular, but most of the time it's not the case. It's mostly independently published books. And the other thing with Audible is that you or you basically pay $15.99 per month, which is insane for only one book. You only get one credit, so that one credit buys you one audiobook. It's horrible. And so you have to wait until the next month to buy another book. No. Why don't you buy or potentially start up a membership with a program that allows you to have access to 500,000 audiobooks and over a million ebooks and magazines. This is called, but Scribe is essentially Kindle Unlimited and Audible combined. Kindle Unlimited and Audible and steroids. It's so much better and a better option. And also, I love saving and helping people save money, specifically on books because it's so expensive. And then also audiobooks are hella expensive, right? They really are. They're roughly $20 to $25 per book. Now, here's the thing. Scribe.com allows you to have access to their entire library of books. Again, 500,000 audiobooks, 1 million ebooks, and magazines for only $11.99 per month. That's insane. That's saving you hundreds to thousands of dollars per month if you read avidly like me. Like, if I was going to listen to the amount of audiobooks I listen to per month, which is roughly four to five. That's almost like one to two hundred uh yeah, one to two hundred dollars per month. That's insane. I'm saving that much money, roughly. That's unbelievable. No, that's that's insane. So also the other benefit, the cool thing too is that they have a ton of bestseller books that uh they add on there. So they have a lot of new release books. Like for example, I was able to get I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jen McCurdy. I was able to also listen to Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I was also able to listen and I'm going to listen to Greg Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's it's so cool because they have a lot of older books and then also new release books. And I love the selection they have. It's so much better than all. Kindle Unlimited and then also the price, I'm able to get so many audiobooks for a better price than Audible. So, all right, if you use my, my referral link at scribe.com, S-C-R-I-B-D.com, slash G, slash 9R7FCS, you get two months free. Uh, this basically allows you to kind of check out the... The, uh, the website and see what they offer. They, again, they offer our 1 million audiobooks, ebooks, and magazines. This is a pretty good offer. Actually, it's one of the best offers I've ever heard of. And it's only $11.99. But hey, you get two free months with that referral link. So it's scribe.com slash G slash 9R FCS. Again, you get two free months. Definitely check it out. Start listening to awesome audiobooks. And again, it's scribe.com slash G slash 9R. 7FCS.
what is this book about? So this is a memoir, a biography over Janet McCurdy's life. If you don't know who Janet McCurdy is, she acted and played in really some good shows and movies. And her well-known one is iCarly and then also Sam and Cat. She did a really good job in those shows, but those shows, specifically iCarly, really propelled her to child stardom and she talks about that so this book is specifically over how child stardom took over her life and she didn't really want to be a child star she didn't want to be popular she just wanted to be a kid she talks about her struggle with being a child actor and she also talks about eating disorders addiction and a complicated relationship with her mother her mother abused her emotionally verbally and physically and she talks a lot about how that affected her for her career as well as her mental health and her physical health later on in her life so the physical book or the audio book which one i did did i like more to be honest with you, I read the physical book first. My ex uh, read it, and then you know, ultimately, I was like, "Hey, I re- had to read this." So I started reading it. I was like, "Damn, this is really good." And then I was like, "You know what?" A couple months later, I was like, "Yeah, let's listen to the audiobook. So I listened to the audiobook, and it didn't disappoint as well. Again, I got more information about child stars and what really happens with child stars, and so and also the detrimental effects of child stardom. And it was kind of cool to see that and to get a little bit more perspective on now my second read so so to answer the question i liked the physical book a lot more because honestly for jenna mccurdy's audiobook she was a narrator but she read really quickly so i usually read roughly 1.3 speed and i try to do that and it was it was like about two speed she reads really quickly and i had a hard time processing the the mount or the information in the book because she was reading so quickly. But if you can process that, that'd be great. But if not, I would probably slow it down a little bit, maybe 0.8 or something like that, and that should be good. But either forms of physical or audiobook are really good. Or the next topic I'm talking about is child stardom. Because obviously, I mean, they they are having or do a job at such a young age. In Jenna McCurdy's case, it was eight years old. In some other people's cases, it's much younger. So the biggest question is, should they be allowed to do that? It kind of gets into a fuzzy area of the labor law. You know, you can't work at McDonald's at age 10. So why are you allowed to work as a child star at age 8, 7, 6, 5, etc., right? That's kind of an issue, and it's a fuzzy line over that as well. I think it gets into a big issue with your parent deciding on ultimately on if you want to do that career or not. That's what happened in Jen McCurdy, right? Her mom forced her into a career that she didn't want to do. Jen McCurdy wanted to write for her life, and that's what she's doing now. But at the moment, for 10-plus years, she acted and did a career that she didn't even want to do, right? Her mom had the final say and said, hey, you're going to act. Writers are fat. You don't want to be a writer. You want to be an actor. So she forced her to act, and it's unbelievable. And the crazy thing is with this book, it provides the light on child actors. Jenna McCurdy is not the only child actor who's suffering. Right after this book has launched a couple months later, an, an article that I read 
another child actor actually realized that her mom was abusive and that really controlled her acting career as well. And I think a lot more celebrity actors are going to be coming out about this a lot more. And I think a lot uh, more celebrity actors are going to be writing about this a lot more in uh, memoirs and biographies about their actual reality behind child acting. You think it's all glamorous and everything like that, and it's not. I, I think there's more sad reality detrimental effects that happen with child acting than we know. And I think that's why I really want to push the fact that I don't support child acting at all because it has detrimental effect on the child actor financially, mentally, emotionally, and for the rest of their life, right? I, I think it, it's it's really bad for the child actor. Now, of course, sometimes the child actor doesn't you know get affected, but I think majority of the time, in some way, the child actor gets affected, right? Because they become famous at such a young age, paparazzi, photographers, etc., and they have that around them for ten plus years at around eight years old. So the kid can't be normal. And that's what Jenna McCurdy wanted it to be, but she never was, right? That's the biggest thing for me is like, I'm thinking about Daniel Radcliffe who played Harry Potter or Emma Watson who played Hermione and Grandry. Those are the, the the actors that I'm thinking about who, you know, did they really want to do this? What really happened with their conversation, you know, with their parent, Callahay Culkin? Uh, the biggest question I have is, you know, was he forced into this career? Did he really want to do Home Alone, etc.? What was the conversation like? And I think that's uh, very important is the conversation with the mom, the parent, the guardian, whoever it is, and the kid. And I, I think that's an important issue to talk about. I, I think also it's very hard to talk to a kid who's eight years old about the detrimental effects or the pros and cons of acting. Like a kid can't either can't say yes or no on that. They can't really comprehend that. And I think that's uh, the real issue behind child acting. The last point is the finances. The finances goes to the, the mom or the parent or the guardian. And in some states, like, for example, New Mexico, New York, Louisiana, and California have like an account or a trust fund where that money's going to. So the, the, the kid only can touch that 18 years old, but the other 46 states don't have that. And so that money goes to the family. So the family can spend that on whatever they want to spend that on. And that's crazy, right? Uh, I think that money can be spent on anything and it gets into a big issue. Like the, the kid potentially might never see that money, you know, so they just work for free essentially. And I, I think that's huge, right? The parents have to be wise about their uh, their finances and make sure that they save that amount of money on maybe a high-yield saving account for their kid for the long term because it's going to affect the, the kid's finances for the rest of their life. And I think also it's very important to help establish good financial habits for their kid so that once they get that money, that hundred thousand to a million dollar paycheck i think they'll uh, be a lot better to handle that money having a debit card at a young age being able to spend money appropriately not, not spoiling their kid or having them open up a credit card and making sure that they know what a high yield saving account is investing and 
you know, basically just tutoring them about finances at such a young age. And that's what they have to do so that once they become 18 years old, that they don't spend all that money. And I think it's very important. Not only that is like you teach that to your kid, but you also have to apply that to your life. So you have to establish good financial habits. And I think a lot of uh, parents specifically, specifically for child actors, but also for anyone like financial habits, you know, some people are really good at it. Some people are really not. And I think we really need to hone into that and practice it. You know, it's not a couple months fix. You know, it's not a five-year fix, right? It's a lifetime fix. And so kind of working on that as much as humanly possible. And I think that's huge. And I think the the biggest books that I recommend reading for financial habits, and I think kids and their parents should read together, is Financial Feminist by Tori Dunlap. I will teach you by, to be rich by Ramit Sethi. And then finally, Get Good With Money by Tiffany Alice. Those are really good books. And those are the kind of the issues I have over child acting. And again, to summarize up, to summarize it, it's essentially over the fact like, okay, did the, the child really want to be there? Is it morally or ethically right? I don't think it is. And then also like with the finances, right? Where does that finance financial aspects go etc the other thing about this book is it doesn't only talk about abuse with a mental emotional and physical abuse and i talk a lot about specifically what those are in the ends with us uh book review so definitely check that out that's by colleen hoover but also i talk about what these definitions mean specifically in uh the other book review that i have over this book i'm glad my mom died so definitely check that out if you haven't already now basically in a general state is that these terms are it affects an individual right so verbal abuse emotional abuse and physical abuse so physical abuse is physically hurting someone uh, verbal abuse is actually using your words to manipulate and hurt someone and then emotional abuse is kind of the same thing but it kind of uses emotion to kind of manipulate and control the the person's actions or attitudes etc right it's a way to uh, manipulate an individual and a lot of uh, you know not only parents guardians do this but also spouses and also friends as well so uh that's what i would have to say specifically on that but Another topic that's to discuss about this in this book is eating disorders. And I think it's very important to understand what an eating disorder is. And an eating disorder basically means that a person has the perspective of basically either restricting themselves of eating or Basically, they just eat whatever they want and then they throw up and force themselves to throw up or they just eat too much. And there's like kind of spectrums with eating disorders. But the biggest thing with eating disorder is it it can lead to uh, death. It can lead to a uh, bad place where a lot of people have died specifically on eating disorders. So fixing it now is very important. Now, uh, Jenna McCurdy talks about how she's getting a lot of therapy specifically on eating disorder. And the crazy thing about this eating disorder is that Jenna McCurdy 
actually developed it from her mom. So her mom actually was encouraged her to start her eating disorder and was like, yeah, you know, the best way to get skinny, the best way to not have your boobs grow. That's basically what she said is like Jen McCurdy was like, hey, uh, you know, she was developing and growing boobs and she's like hey i don't want these boobs how do i get them smaller and her mom is like okay i got i i know how to do it it's called calorie restricting and then that really forced her mom to be like okay this is how you eat this is how you do this and then basically that developed her to really get into a bad cycle with eating not uh, eating a lot of food, roughly eating 800 to 1,000 calories, not hitting a lot of macro and micronutrients, and getting into a very bad physical state, depriving herself of vital nutrients that she needs. That makes it a lot, uh, well, it's actually dangerous for uh, the person. And so she battled with eating disorder for a long time, and she's still working on it. And that's what she ends with the, the the book is that she's working on her eating disorder and making sure that uh, working on eating as healthy as she can. And she also mentions in the book that if her mom still was alive, she would be still controlled by her. But also, she might be in a very bad health physical state uh, she'd still be uh in this with this eating disorder her mom would still be encouraging this eating disorder on her and it's very bad uh and if you have an eating disorder if you have a problem with eating i, de I definitely would recommend getting help uh specifically on that therapy uh and then also going to the doctor as well very important, but I think it's an important topic to discuss because a lot of people experience it, not only men, but also women, uh, and it's more common generally in women, but I think it's uh, a very important concept to talk about, and uh, Jenna McCurdy talks about this in depth in the book, and I think those are the two topics that are discussed heavily in this book, the ideas in the book, which are eating disorders and basically mental health, as well as abuse, which is mental or emotional, physical, and verbal abuse. I like this book so much because of the topics discussed in it. The biggest thing growing up is that with me and my bro, we had issues with, you know, abuse with our um, parent. And, you know, this book kind of outlines a little bit more information that I got over how our parent kind of manipulated us during our childhood. And the second thing too is with this eating disorder, right? I had, I had a big issue with uh, eating when I was growing up and I had a big issue with over the weight I had. I always wanted a six pack and I always would restrict my eating and I would always kind of modulate my eating. And now I'm just focusing on what I feel, right? And focusing on making sure that I eat what I like to eat and making sure that 
I hit those macro and micronutrients the best that I possibly can. I got a lot of therapy uh, over this specifically, and uh, and it really has helped. So with anything, I think therapy is very important. Therapy or counseling, and uh, anybody should definitely go to any of uh, those two things, therapy or counseling. I, I think it's very important, not only for yourself, but also if you're in a relationship, it's very important to get that kind of uh, help as well if you need it. Or honestly, um, I, I think like you should start up a relationship with that, kind of get the uh, and work through the what you guys want to work through for the long term. And I think that's very, very important. And Lewis House does that and uh, starting out with her, his relationship with his girlfriend, he started therapy counseling and like kind of uh, work session with his symphony and other. And I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty powerful. That's what I would say with that specifically is like, I would say anybody, Everyone should go to therapy or counseling. It really helps out to kind of let out your emotions, let out what you're thinking specifically to a licensed individual. Now, the biggest thing, too, is like the first person that you go to will not be uh, the person that you want to talk to or the person that, you know, you feel comfortable with. That's totally fine. You have to go to another person. It's like kind of that experimental thing. Uh, you have to go from one therapist to another to kind of feel out, kind of uh, figure out what person helps you the most. Uh, there's certain people that have certain, you know, criteria that they work on, that they've worked with, you know, with eating disorders or sexual assault, etc. And definitely research that to the best of your ability and kind of figure out what therapist counselor works best for you. And again, like the first one that you go to might not be the one that you like the one that you ha or the one that really helps you that's totally fine you have to go to the next one and again that's the biggest thing that i would say is like the first one that you go to will probably not be the one that you want so definitely just kind of ex um kind of experiment kind of figure out what therapist or counselor you want to go to so for me specifically i only go to woman i don't like talking to I don't like talking to men specifically, so I kind of uh, just focus on, you know, women therapists and counselors. So that's what I kind of focus on again. But basically, if I go to like one therapist to another, kind of like seeing what, who I, I like and kind of seeing what, who has helped me a lot more and Right now, I'm still kind of trying to figure that out uh, and trying to figure out the the therapist that I can have for the long term. And I think that's huge, right? And trying to find that person for you for the long term. And I think that's very important. So for anyone to kind of figure out therapy-wise, like what that what who that person will be for you. And that's what I would say specifically on that. I want to share something from the collagenpsu.edu. And this is from Elizabeth DeYoung, who wrote this for the collagen. Basically, the title of the article is Jenna McCurdy returns to the spotlight with memoir. I'm glad my mom died. So here's the thing, right? In this article, it says here, 
So actress and writer Jenna McCurdy's new memoir is not only an in-depth look into her life, but a com- commentary on important issues like eating disorders, child abuse, and addiction. She does uh, just rant a little bit and off this article. Just, she does talk a little bit about alcohol abuse in here as well. So pretty crazy how the topics she talks about in here and, you know, it makes you engage and keeps you engaged for the entire book. All right, back to the article. I'm glad my mom died. Spans McCurdy's life from 6 to 26 years old. It's an unflinchingly honest tale in which she comes to terms with her traumatic childhood and young adulthood, primarily due to her mother. Performing feels inherently fake, McCurdy said in the memoir. Writing feels inherently real. While most audiences have come to know McCurdy from her role as Sam Puckett on TV shows, iCarly or Sam and Cat. She writes this book to clearly differentiate herself from her past. The memoir serves to share a rare intimacy with the audience as McCurdy details all of her struggles with stardom. After reading the book, one can't help but feel as though they share a bond with her. Early in her memoir, McCurdy makes it clear that acting was never her dream, but rather her mother's. Being six years old and cherishing her mother's happiness above all else, how could she not comply? Right, the rant off from that is like, and from this is not from the article, but basically you don't have any, she didn't have any consent for this. Her mom forced her into a career that she didn't want to do, and that's that's crazy. All right, back to the article is like, continuing a career she never wanted in the first place for so long may seem outrageous to many, but I think McCurdy had a very understanding of the emotions behind this. Sometimes, it's just nice to feel good at something, McCurdy said in the memoir. These moments of intense sincerity are what make her writing so enrapturing. It's also clear in the format of the memoir that McCurdy knows how to keep an audience's attention, making most of her chapters only about three pages. To not overwhelm her reader, shows her understanding of keeping someone entertained and engaged. And to comment on this, not from the article, but... Yeah, the, the chapters are very, very short, and it reminds me of James Patterson's books. You know, to be honest with you, a lot of writers don't uh, do this, and I, I, I argue that you should, and I, I mentioned this in my other review as well, is that you have to write short chapters, because you get, like, the honestly, the reader gets bored. So you have to read, or you have to write specific, tailored chapters that are short and sweet that keeps uh, the reader entertained and engaged all right back to the article so being able to write this way keeps even casual readers hooked while more active bookworms like myself are able to unconsciously speed through it yeah that's true while the memoir is obviously specific to mccurdy and her struggles there's also many reflective moments that can foster passionate responses from the reader. But life happens. Love happens. Loss happens, McCurdy wrote. Change and growth happen at different paces for people, and sometimes the paces just don't line up. I'm glad my mom died is an extensive and impressive testament to what McCurdy had to transverse in pursuit of her own dream of her life, writing. Although I loved watching McCurdy as Sam in my childhood, I love watching her grow into her own independent artist even more so this is again from the collagen and this is written by elizabeth day young you know it's it's crazy how everything has happened with jenna mccurdy 
She's very young. Uh, and now, not only that, she has always wanted to write. And she started out with a great book. She started out with her life story. And I think it's going to be a little bit a little bit more interesting when her uh, novels come out. All right, so Jenna McCurdy, the b- biggest thing is that she wanted to be a writer. She, That's what her real passion was. And that never really happened. So until her mom died where she was able to write. So she wrote specifically just to start it all off on in August or, well, basically for the last couple of years. And then she released this book. I'm glad my mom died on August 9th. When she released it, I don't think a lot of people, like specifically like the publisher, knew that this book would be selling off its charts. And it has sold a lot of copies. It is unbelievable of how many copies have been sold. It's it's absolutely insane. But the thing is, she knows how to write. She keeps you engaged. And it, it was one of the best books I've ever read. And I cannot wait for the next books that she has scheduled. So this is on EliteDaily.com, written by Chris Mendez. And the article is Jenna McCurdy's author, Era continues with a huge novel announcement. And then uh, and basically subtitle, I didn't think she writes, I'll absolutely read. Me too. Uh, but this is an article on Eli Daily. Basically says this, on October 17th, Publishers Weekly reported that McCurdy signed a notable two-book, seven-figure deal with Peng- Penguin Random House's Valentine Books. McCurdy's literary agent, Peter McGuigan, told the publication that the, her bank advance is worth several million dollars, and she's also reportedly fielding international offers. Don't expect another memoir because McGuigan told Publishers Weekly of McCurdy's neck or Lexington literary movies in the fiction space. Being a novelist is her dream job, he said. McCurdy securing, uh, securing a lucrative book deal shouldn't come as much of a surprise considering the massive success of her memoir. As McCurdy told Publishers Weekly of McCurdy's memoir success on the New York Times bestseller list, we were number one for eight weeks straight. I'm glad my mom died. It was ha- highly anticipated as McCurdy chronicled her tumultuous years as a child star while appearing on Nickelodeon TV shows like iCarly and Sam and Cat. Specifically, McCurdy's memoir includes separate allegations of abuse against her mother and a man she refers to in the book as a creator. This was actually the director of iCarly. In the book, McCurdy said that being famous was her mother's dream for her and not her own. McCurdy eventually retired from acting but has remained in show business, including writing and directing the 2018 short film Kenny. Never got the chance to be cast in a project I was proud to be part of. Now I have a better chance of making things I'm proud of than getting cast in things I'm proud of. I'm proud of than getting cast in things I'm proud of, she told the Holiday Reporter back in 2018. Here's uh, hoping the release date is announced soon. And so, again, that's the Late Daily, and that's uh, written by Chris Malone Mendez. Now, here's the thing. And with that aspect, she has two slated uh, novels that she's going to write. She's probably going to have a series, maybe two standalone books. I'm not really sure. And I'll let you guys know specifically on when 
those books were announced. I haven't seen anything yet, and I've been really researching because I really want to read these books. I think Jenna McCurdy making a novel is just a great fucking idea. Let me see if I can find anything here. Yeah, so it doesn't have any information yet specifically on when these two novels will launch. And the latest announcement uh, was in October 20th. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen with this book. Uh, She'll probably launch or the marketing team will probably launch something in the next couple months we shall see i'm predicting that the book will co- probably come out later in 2023 maybe early 2024 we'll see it depending on how she writes how quickly she writes and i think uh right when the the, the this book released on august 9th she was about i think she mentioned in a interview she was about halfway or kind of halfway through the book or kind of working through the book and had several chapters already done. So at this point, I think she's probably almost done. So I, I feel like there has to be a timeline. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably at the end of 2023 or uh, early 2024. Maybe this summer. Maybe maybe uh, he'll, she'll launch it a, a, like around the same time she launched her memoir. That would be a good time frame. I'm not really sure. But uh, we shall see. But I can't really wait for it, and I'll let you guys know when that novel comes out. I'll talk to you guys about it, and definitely I'm going to be reviewing that novel on this podcast as well. That is it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you guys want to, again, follow me on my Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, definitely check me out at Johnny's Book Reviews, where I provide a ton of reviews on that, on those sites, and then also provide, you know, some lessons that I got from certain books or from all the books that I have read. If you want short videos of what I'm reading, definitely check out Johnny's Book Reviews on uh, YouTube.com. And then if you guys want to support this channel, definitely buy some merch. We have a merch line on bonfire.com, Johnny's Book Reviews, where I have a Go Read merch line, Read Band Books merch line now, and then also the logo merch. If you guys want to know how I've been able to read for 748 days, I talk a little bit about how I've been able to read consistently over a period of time in my new book called Seven Books to Read More. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's on Amazon.com. Again, it's Seven Books to Read More, and I talk about how I've been able to read consistently, and I give you seven tips on how to read more consistently. If you guys want to support this channel as well, this YouTube or this podcast, uh, you can donate from two dollars to ten dollars per month so definitely do that if you'd like to it would help out provide actually provide support to the podcast and it'll provide a ton of help provide uh new equipment for this podcast all right that is it thank you so much for listening guys and have a good one